Welcome to the 30A Show, your beach happy podcast for beach lovers. Brought to you by 30A Cottages, wonderful rental homes from inlet beach to watercolor. Online at 30acottages.com. Let's hit the beach. Here's Corey. All right, today on the 30A Show, we've got Grammy nominated duo Thompson Square Kiefer is joining us. I'm here, man. How are you? Good, good. They're performing this Labor Day weekend at Gulf Coast Jam in Panama City. Have you guys played the beach down here before? Uh, Yes, and, and you know, down in that Gulf Shores area, yeah, we have played there a few times over the over the past few years. I don't think we've ever done Panama City Beach, though. You'll remember it if you did. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I have a horrible memory, man. I don't know what the deal is, but I cannot remember hardly anything. That's why. I, I write stuff down all the time because I can't ever remember anything. That's that's really great. Um, after your show here, you guys are headed overseas. This tour, is this like a bucket list tour to go overseas? You know, it really is. It's something we've always wanted to do. Never been, really been able to pull it off uh, time-wise and everything. So we had the opportunity and we just kind of was like, hey, we're, we're doing this regardless. So everyone jumped on board and, and uh, yeah, we leave, we leave Sunday to go to Amsterdam from uh, right from Panama City Beach. So it's, uh, man, we're looking forward to it. We're doing Germany and Scotland, UK, Ireland, Amsterdam. We're, we're hitting a bunch of them. Is there a uh, potentially a new song that you guys are going to have in the set list this year? It's called Socks, Socks, One by One. Is that is that on the playlist? Uh, the, the, well, it's time to get dressed is the name of the song and the book. Uh, but, but Cooper calls it that. Cooper calls it Socks. That was the original title. But, um, you know, that, that was something really, really interesting. It kind of came out of nowhere uh, in it, authoring a book out of it. But we're working on a bunch of those right now, you know. And it's been kind of fun just to kind of stretch the creative bone a little bit, you know. And, and uh, <clears throat> it's been a really, really fun thing to do with uh, with my kids. So we have actually uh, in a few theater shows that we've actually had some requests for uh time to get dressed and, and, and done that. So it's been kind of fun to, to pull that out every once in a while. I much prefer that song next to Yo Gabba Gabba's Don't Don't Bite Your Friends. You too, probably, right? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know that I've heard that song yet. <laughs> There's a bunch of them out there. There's a bunch of really horrible kids songs out there. Well, if yeah. you want to, if you want to learn which one's not the right, watch Yo Gabba Gabba. It's kind of a terrifying show, but the kids love it. That's hilarious. So, uh, what are uh, what kids shows are you dialed into at a, with a three year old? Man, we uh, he watches a lot of. Um, we're trying to get him weaned over to the old school cartoons like Tom and Jerry and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. But uh, I'm trying to think. He loves uh, PJ Masks. Mm-hmm. He's starting to get into the Ninja Turtles a little bit. Uh, he'll he'll watch some classic cartoons uh, every now and again. He loves anything with monster trucks. Oh, yeah. There's one called uh, Dirty and Stinky that he watches all the time. Any boy would uh, love a Dirty and Stinky cartoon. Yeah, you know, anything with, like, moving equipment or uh, – he's just – he's all boy, man. It's hilarious. Well, if you check out Yo Gabba Gabba, it's actually – the music is done by uh, Mark Mothersburg, formerly of Devo, which is pretty crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a, it's pretty pretty crazy music. But uh, let's not talk about kids shows at- forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's what dads do that's what dads do at, so let's talk about thompson square where did you guys get going it was about 10 years ago right yeah it's, it's been a minute man you know we uh we signed our deal in 2010 as thompson square but uh you know we we'd been doing it for about 10 years prior to that so we we've been uh we've been pay, we paid a lot of dues man for a long time before uh we got the the proverbial record deal and and uh, all the success that happened after that, you know. But uh, man, we had a we had a wonderful life, wonderful career, and, and uh, 
you know, it just keeps on uh, giving to us. So it's it's been really amazing, man. And this this project that we just released, uh, masterpieces, has uh, been really one of the most fun things we've ever worked on. Just because it was all us, we released it independently. That actually scored us another record deal. So uh, it's been really, really uh, a special project for us. And you know, uh, masterpiece, the single went to radio uh, two weeks ago and doing really great. So. I'm thrilled right now. Do you remember your first show? Where it was? I absolutely have no idea. That's a, that's a good answer. Let's leave it at that. That's so funny. The first main show we ever did was acoustically, and it was for Brooks and Dunn. The one to say it was on the East Coast, uh, maybe Baltimore. And I remember that was the show that I was like, I called my sister and I was like, "You're not gonna believe this road for Brooks and Dunn." That was probably the one that probably the first time that she realized that I wasn't just goofing off with my life <laughs> in Nashville. And she was like, you really did something, you know, that was uh, cause they're not big country music fans, but they know who Brooks and Dunn was. Let's talk about the new single masterpiece. Uh, tell me about how that came along. Uh, man, masterpiece. We actually, when we were, uh, writing and recording this record, it was actually called life. And it was, a uh, just kind of encompassed the last three to five years of our life. What's all gone on and good and the bad and ugly. And, and, uh, so it was pretty much in a can, and I woke up about 5.30 one morning with that word in my in my head, masterpiece, and I, I put it in my phone to write later, and, and uh, I, I couldn't go back to sleep. And so I got up, it was about 5.36, I got up and grabbed my guitar and computer, went out, outside, and so I went and wake everybody up. And honestly, man, it, it hit me really, really heavy, you know, and I was like, what is a, what is a masterpiece? What is that, you know? And I, was, I tried to define it in my own way as, as, as being the, the best thing that anyone will ever do. Um, you know, for me at the time, and, and I think for the rest of my life, I mean, our son is definitely going to be the one thing that I'll never be able to uh, out accomplish. And, you know, it just, uh, you know, he changed our, he changed my life and, and me and Shauna's life completely. And so that was kind of an easy answer for me as to what my masterpiece was. And then obviously uh, I have a great marriage as well. And, and, and I think I, I'm very, very proud of that as well. So I just kind of sat down and started talking about it, you know, I started thinking about it to myself and, and comparing it to things that we, uh, we consider to be masterpiece uh, type things. And, um, it just kind of, man, that song just kind of fell out, you know, and I, I played it, uh, a few hours later, um, Shauna got up and we were around the breakfast table and I said, hey, I wrote a song this morning and I looked up, man, she was crying and she's like, that's the most beautiful song you've ever written. And I was like, are you serious? And she's like, I just love it. And I, I think we need to go back in the studio and cut it. And I think we need to change the album uh, title to Masterpiece. So um, so that's what we did, man. And, it, and uh, you know, when we uh, signed this new deal, that's the song that they wanted to lead with. So, uh, which made me very, very happy because it's, it's just completely us, man. I mean, it was, it was me writing by myself, which I do a lot. Uh, I do, I write a lot by myself for myself, but not really for anything else. And, and that one just happened to resonate with everybody, you know, so we're, um, and, and Cooper knows it's about him and he always wants to hear his song, you know? So, uh, it's really, really extra special for us to be able to do that every night now here on the radio. It's quite the song to sing to your son as he's going to sleep. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, he, it really is, man. Um, as you know, I mean, becoming my father is, is the coolest thing I've ever done. And, and, uh, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it for, for anything. 
Absolutely not. We're with Kiefer Thompson, Thompson Square, and they're playing Gulf Coast Jam on August 31st, and then they're going on a world tour, basically. So I'm glad that you guys took some time to talk to us before the festival uh, this Labor Day. Uh, you guys yeah, have man. had a cu- couple number one hits. Are you going to kiss me or not? And if I didn't have you, but you have not had five questions from 30A yet, so you ready to take our five questions? <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right, what is your favorite country song? Oh, wow. I, you know, that's tough, man. Um, I don't have a favorite country song. It would definitely be in the haggard realm. You know, I've always been a big fan of B-sides. So one song that kick, that kills me is a song that he had called Diana, which was not popular at all. But for some reason, man, it just crushes me every time I hear it. So, uh, yeah, I go with that. I like that answer. If you could add a duo to your duo, either past or present, for one song, who would it be? Oh, Johnny and June for sure. There you go. I, mean, I, I can't imagine uh, being able to to, uh, to sing with those two. And, and it's kind of interesting because we've seen, like when we do the Grand, uh, Grand Ole Opry, they have a photo back there of Johnny and June. And, and, and we've watched a lot of stuff on them, you know, because they, they were one of the closest things to us that there was, you know. They they uh, they weren't an act, but some of the times they were. And, you know, it's, it's weird because we see, we would watch them look at each other and kind of feed off each other and we knew exactly what they were doing you know it's and it's just really cool to have that sort of uh relationship and and just kind of attachment with the love that they have for each other and performing with each other and and uh we have that same kind of thing on stage and we can we saw in them you know that what we see in each other every night so that would be amazing to be able to pull that off all right cats or dogs oh dude i can't believe you asked that question dogs (laughs) Thank you. I'm just reaffirming. I'm reaffirming something I believe in. I'm sorry. <laughs> best new parent hack. Oh, wow. Um, like your best parent. tip. Man, I don't know. Uh, well, I'll tell you mine and maybe you can feed off of that. We had twins. Yeah. And right. that's a lot of bottles a day. So we bought 24 bottles. And every night we made sure there were 24 bottles ready to go in the fridge. Uh, and uh, it was just a constant repetition of having those bottles ready for them to eat because if they eat, they're very happy. <laughs> right, right. So never make Man. them wait on food. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what a hack would be for us. You know, I, I think one thing that we've really been able to, to that's helped us is he's become very independent. And so just making everything his idea. Hey, do you want to brush your teeth? You want me to do it? He's like, I want to do it. Or you yeah. want to, you know, uh, you want to rinse your mouth out with, you know, I want to do it, you know? So I, I think that's probably the, the, the best thing that we're doing right now is just making everything seem, seem his idea and, um, and, and, just going with it. You know, he seems to be able to, he seems to be responding to that pretty good. Ours, I guess at 10 years old is, do you want to clean your room or do you want me to come up and throw everything away? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I do that a lot. Funniest thing to ever happen in the crowd or on stage during one of your shows. Man, we had a we had two things. Uh, I, I remember we were playing this theater and uh, it was strict, no drinking policy. I mean, no, no alcohol, no anything in the theater. Cause it would just been refurbished and, and they spent millions of dollars and and i remember uh it was really quiet in between uh i think it was like a, in, in glass we had this nice little piece uh, in, in the song where we kind of stopped you know and you hear someone's beer bottle hit the ground on the, con- the concrete uh, floor and roll all the way to the front <laughs> and man we all just started dying laughing and then that next night we were doing glass i don't know what it is about that song but we were doing that song and this guy came up to the front of the stage, jumped up on stage and turned around and flipped the crowd off with both, with both hands. All right. In glass in a theater. I was like, this is, this is really interesting. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure what that was about, but I'm sure it had to do with some uh, heartbreak situation. So 
That's yeah, that's funny. That's fun. great. Well, Kiefer, thanks for taking time on the 38 Show. We look forward to seeing you guys over at Gulf Coast Jam. Tickets are on sale right now. You can see Thompson Square on the 31st, and there's a ton of people coming to the beach. So uh, you guys enjoy your stay down here on the beach, and then get on your plane and go have a good world tour. Sounds good, brother. Thank you very much. So men spend a lifetime trying to somehow leave their mark. Waiting, waiting. Grand inspiration to spark To leave behind something remembered Something everyone has heard of Some people build it, some people paint it Some people do it with love Shakespeare sure knew how to write down Words that will live throughout time And that Apple Tower's still standing Was built to be one of a kind The bitches got his Mona Lisa And Beethoven's got his symphonies But you're my master story and there's just fairy tales and tears yeah cause this kind of story no one could ever make up it started the day that I met you and this fire won't ever burn out and I know when we die what we leave behind He'll always talk about Shakespeare sure knew how to write down Words that will live throughout time And that awful tower still standing Was built to be one of a kind The bitches got his Mona Lisa
hit the beach with our friends at 38cottages.com. Great homes for rent all across the beaches of South Walton. Until next time, beach happy. I can still escape.